Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. Jesus, this morning we just want to say, Lord, not just with our song, but with our lives, that your name is beautiful. Lord, that as we, we gather here on this glorious day, Lord, we gather in your name, God. Lord, as precious as it is to see other people and to be with other people, Lord, our desire is for your presence, Lord. And we hold on to your promise that you said, where two or three gather in your name, you'd be there, Lord. So God, we know your presence is here, Lord. We know that you are here to transform us, to encourage us, to inspire us. We know you're here, Lord. So God, we commit this time to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We just commit to following you, Lord. We ask that you would continue to speak to us. Lord, would you use your word to draw us nearer to your purposes, to Reveal more of your heart for us, Lord Jesus. As we just remain, just set our hearts surrendered in worship. Is there anybody who has a word or a picture that you want to share with us? Something that you just sense God pressing on your heart while we were worshiping in that time of prayer this morning? stuff. Welcome everybody. Thank you so much Natalie and Johan. Thank you for leading us in worship. So you can find something that's relatively stable. It is so good seeing you guys all here. I'm going to just take this off for now. Feels almost like a wedding just being in a garden, bushes all over. Sunny, warm. I think the guys on this side, you're safe. I think Yaku mentioned just now the guys on this side, you might have to either move a little bit this way as the service carries on or jump to the next patch of shade, which is starting from that side, and we'll move this way again. But it's so great to be able to gather. It's amazing to think. I think this is our third morning service since lockdown started on the 26th of March. Isn't that crazy? And... As a church, obviously, we've been busy at the office and our leaders, and we've been doing at least evening services for the last couple of months. And thank you for those who have been praying for that and found a way to contribute and help and just continue to make those services special. Um, it really is great that we are able to gather. There's something so beautiful and precious about it. I was in Poch of Sturm last week as we prayed for a, another pastor to join Gilly on the team there. And it was just so great. And being in a place with their own venue, which, and I told them, guys, we've helped you get your venue. You guys might not know this, but you've paid a significant amount of the building costs for the, for the Poch venue. And I say, okay, guys, now it's your turn to start praying for us for a venue. Um, to put your faith out with us, to pray with us, so that we can have a place to meet as, as regularly as they are able. And for those who are joining us online on Facebook and Streaming, thank you so much. It's great having you guys as part of the service with us. And 
as we look around, as I look around at all of the different faces and the different people that are here this morning, I think Yaku said earlier, we mostly know each other really well. And I'm so amazed at the incredible amount of giftedness in this last few months as I've just been praying about our church. I've just been struck again by the incredible giftedness that God has put in our church. The incredible ability, ministry-wise, spiritually, but also just in life that He has put within us, that He has built into us. If we look around at one another, if we were to spend a bit of time talking with the people around us, as many of us have, as I said, we know each other really well. We are a gifted group of people that God has brought together. And with that giftedness, I know that so many of us here have done some fantastic things for God over the years. Whether we're students, as we kind of be all crazy and you do silly things, just looking at Brahm over there, who, with Yaku, cycled around the country. How many times did you cycle around the country, Brahm? Brahm cycled around the country, not just once, once. Sorry? Yaku cycled around the country twice. Our teams for a couple of years cycled around the country, not sort of in a relay, all couple of thousand kilometers, cycling every day, not resting often, but praying. Praying for our country. Sitting in front of them, I remember Yaku and Mia being in Tanzania many years ago, probably 10 years ago, if not more. And specifically one night, Yaku just pulling out his guitar and such a hunger for the presence of God. And so we can go around, just every one of us, I know there are times if we look back sort of in our history, in our journey with God, where there was some way in which He allowed our giftedness to partner with His purpose. How there was something, maybe for some of us it was just one moment, for some of us it was an extended moment, as in weeks or months, for some of us it even more extended. And this morning as I was praying and preparing for this message this morning in the week, together with some of the other pastors, we just had a great time with our pastors summit, and just coming together with all of our pastors from around the country, and even one or two of the international pastors who were able to make it. It was so great having them there and just being able to pray together and hear how God throughout lockdown across the world is continuing to work. And the crazy thing is, as a church family, we haven't been planting churches for the last while. Um, we've just been focusing on, on some other things. And we as an apostolic team started praying, saying, God, would you begin to just speak to people again? Just, God, we want to plant churches. We know that you want us to be a people who are reaching out with the gospel and extending the kingdom. And it was so encouraging at this pastor summit, two people just put their hands up just individually, just came and spoke to us and said, God is speaking to them about stepping out into different countries, into different spaces to plant churches. And what was so encouraging, that was before we had an opportunity to speak with somebody. That was before we were able to share about that purpose in our heart as much as it was just God beginning to stir in people's hearts in lockdown as we've slow down a little bit as many of us have reevaluated our lives just as we were forced to especially during the hard lockdown and as i was praying for today as i was praying for this morning i was just reminded over and over about paul writing to a young man called timothy a couple of weeks ago at our relationship week i spoke about how paul said to timothy timothy don't let anybody look down on you because of your youth but be an example to them in a number of different things. And one of the things in which Paul told Timothy to be an example was in purity. 
And we spoke about that to our young people, about really being examples of purity as we're pursuing Christ. But Second Timothy, Paul writes to him and he, he says, I remember your genuine faith. And I think that applies to all of us as we are seated here, that there is genuine faith within our hearts. That when God looks at us, when we look at one another, there can be reminders of genuine faith. And that we share the faith that first, and Paul's writing to Timothy, first fold your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. And I know we're gathered here today because that same faith is continuing strong in our hearts. And then Paul says this beautiful bit in verse 6. He says, this is why I remind you to fan into flame the spiritual gift God gave you when I had my hands on you. This is why I want, because of the abundance of faith that is in your heart, Paul says to Timothy, that is the reason why I want to remind you, I want to encourage you to fan into flame. In the first letter that Paul wrote to Timothy, he says, don't neglect that gift. Don't neglect that gift. And as we're praying about church, as we're praying about the kingdom, as we're praying about God's purposes, as we're praying about all of the individuals sitting here, represented here, and the people in your small groups, and those who are on Facebook, and those who aren't able to join us this morning for some reason, I just sense that this is what God is stirring us to do, to fan up the flame. In a sense, He's calling some of us to step back to those moments where we realize our giftedness partnered with God's purpose. Whether it was that one moment, whether it was that season in our lives, and some of us, some of you sitting here, you're really pressing into that such an incredible way. But I sense what God is wanting to encourage every one of us this morning is fan into flame the gift. Fan into flame that gift. Don't neglect it that there is a giftedness inside of you that the body of Christ needs. Today we're celebrating the body. In just a few moments we're going to have communion together. We're going to celebrate the body of Christ. And as much as we celebrate the body of Christ because of the physical body of Christ which was broken on the cross, the death, the resurrection, we celebrate that, of course, it is central to everything we believe. But I also believe that as we celebrate the body, God would have us celebrate this expression of His body. Church, people, you and me, coming together in faith. Coming together, and as we come together, I sense what God is stirring inside of our hearts is fan into flame. And so the question that I, in a sense, want to leave you with, I'm going to expand on this a little bit, but the question that I want to leave you with a little bit is what is the fan in your life, or what is the flame in your life, the gift in your life that you are fanning into flame? That you are fanning into flame. We live in a pretty broken world. Has anybody noticed that? <laughs> Pick up a newspaper today. There is brokenness all around us. There are people who are struggling with the realities of life, with just lockdown, obviously, has exasperated some issues around just financial state of some people and the dire state of our economy. The challenges involved with that and people who are struggling in marriages, people who are struggling with their families, people who are struggling with themselves. Janetta and her 
care ministry that she's doing where she's praying with people, speaking with people, praying into people's lives, just that counseling ministry that she has, and some of you are part of that and growing in that, is just so busy with people messaging her saying, I need to talk to someone. And it's not people that are necessarily struggling in their relationship with Jesus. That's obviously an element of it. But there's people who are struggling in life. And we live in this broken world, and I believe that the answer for this broken world is a healthy and thriving church. A healthy and thriving church and all of its various expressions of believers coming together, putting faith together around disciples, around seeing people grow. When I first came to Christ, I thought that, and I still do in a sense, that God has called me to make disciples. And I believe he has. But as I've grown in church and spent time in church, I've realized more and more and more that I am not good at making disciples. Phrased differently, that the disciples that I make by myself are very narrow, unrounded disciples. But if we add a Yaku to that, and if we add a Winston to that, and we add a Joshua to that, then suddenly those disciples we're making are being exposed to all of our gifts, and they're more rounded disciples. They have a better understanding of Christ because they're not only dependent on my understanding of Christ. The gift that God has placed inside Brahm is now helping them to grow as disciples. And the gift that, and the revelation that God has given to Susanda is helping them to grow as disciples. And we make disciples best when we do it together. When we allow the different giftings and the different abilities to flourish. Watch what Romans 12 tells us exactly about this. He says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In His grace, that in God's grace, He has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. And so if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. And I just want to kind of just pop this out here. Spoken about this to our office staff a couple of times and to our other pastors. Just sharing how incredibly encouraging it has been for me that our church throughout lockdown has continued giving. That for me is just such an encouragement about what God is doing in our hearts, about establishing the kingdom, about seeing souls come to Christ. And I want to honor you for that. I want to thank you guys that you have not stopped giving throughout hard times. You have continued to give. And I believe we continue to give because we continue to believe. So if you give, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. And obviously we are growing in that all of the time. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy. But work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying.
when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. And as I go through that list, it's, I mean, we can put names to next to every one of those gifts. I mean, even just today, Michal and Madeleine just practicing hospitality, walking, welcoming us into their home. So many of you just being willing to help when people are in need. I want to encourage us. It says here that we should be patient in trouble and keep on praying. One of the things that we've just realized through this lockdown thing, and Sasanda, who's still sitting here, and I want to say this because when I honor him, because he's not offended. Some people think the only time you quit working at the church office is because you get offended. Sasanda is a great example that that's not the truth. He's here, he's serving, he's just really responding to something that God is stirring in his heart and pushing in a slightly different direction. Um, but as and Tian has moved to Tsinin and serving there and just going back to his roots and wanting to be part not only of the church there but the community there and his family and investing into those lives. And that dean who moved, at the big, got married, I think they got married the day before lockdown eventually. They were going to get married in lockdown and they said, and lockdown came and they said, no, we're not taking this chance. And they got married the day before lockdown and she moved obviously to live with her husband in Johannesburg. And sort of as our, our church team, our core team has, a bit has shrunk, something that we've just realized God is saying to us, it's time for a good reboot. Some of you may have seen this message I preached on this a couple of weeks ago in the online message. You know when a computer has been running for too long and after a while stuff is just not working the way it should? Especially a Windows computer. The best thing that you can do is just push that reset button. doesn't mean anything is being broken. It doesn't mean you're losing your data. It just means we're just cleaning up a little bit. And as the computer restarts, hopefully some of the things fall into place again. And things that stopped working, hey, suddenly this button works again. That program wasn't working. It works now again. And I sense God sovereignly is doing that a little bit with our church. And so I want to invite everyone again. You might have noticed that kind of through lockdown, not having church for about five or six months, all of our serving teams, all of our encounter teams, all of our missions teams, even everything that kind of we used to do, all of those things in a sense fell flat. And I see that God is pushing the reset button. Even our worship band just resetting and Everything just in this place of reset. And I want to extend this invitation to you. Let's take Romans 12 seriously. Let's take it seriously to say, God, I can't do everything. None of us can. I can't be everywhere. I've got a family. I've got a job. I've got all of those things. But God, I do have some gift that I can bring. I have some ability. I have something that God has given. And God, I want to reconnect it to your purpose. For some of us, our gifting has become disconnected to the purpose of God upon our lives. And I sense God is saying to us, well, let's just reboot that. It's not that He's angry with us. You know, some of us probably do want to kick the computer when it stops working. Drop the screen out the window. Break the keyboard in half. (laughs) You know, some of us who've learned after a while when it's not working, so like, I don't have to get upset. I can just reset Stand up, go get a cup of coffee, come back, and it'll be working again. And God isn't angry with us, I don't sense. I don't sense He's upset with any of us, but He does want to invite us to say, will you reconnect your gift to my purpose? Will you reconnect your gift to my body? Will you reconnect 
that little thing, that credible ability that I've given you, which might seem trivial to some, but is so precious in the eyes of God. Will you reconnect it? And you know, if just between us, just sitting here, is so much giftedness and so much ability to have an, not only a thriving Sunday service, but a thriving church where we can reach so many people and disciple so many people, enrich so many people's lives, bring about a change in so many communities if we each just continue to faithfully bring our gifts. Ephesians chapter 4 goes along the same theme and it says, He, that's God, makes the whole body fit together perfectly. I love that. He makes all of us fit and gel together perfectly. Even our bits that seem not to fit together, like building a puzzle, you know, this piece just doesn't seem to fit anywhere in the puzzle, but it's got its spot. As each part does its own special work, you as a part of the body of Christ have a special work. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. And I believe this world, our communities, our schools, the people around us, our businesses, what they are in need of as much as possibly anything else is a church that is healthy, that is growing, and that is full of love. And so as we come together in in mornings like this morning, we get to celebrate the body of Christ. We get to celebrate one another. We get to come together. We get to pray. We get to share. And, and we're going to do that in a moment. I'm actually going to ask, not sure, Yaku, if we have some people who can hand out the elements of communion. Shingi, guys, if you could maybe just bring those elements around for us. We're going to have communion together. We're going to celebrate the body of Jesus, what he has done, what he has won for us on the cross. But then also as we do that, I want us to pray and to thank God for this expression of the body. The body in which His Spirit moves. The body in which He has poured His Spirit out. That we get together as church, the body of Christ. And not obviously the church. This is such a small expression of the large global body of Christ. And we all get to be part of that. But to celebrate that and to say, God, I hear an invitation to bring my gifts. I hear an invitation to say, God, that I have an own, my own special bit. And as I do my own special bit, and that special bit can be leading a small group. That special bit can be handing out communion or do serving at the coffee table. That special bit can be just praying faithfully. That special bit can be serving at encounters and going on a missions team being in the band, all of the variety of different things that we do to reach people and to make disciples. We want to invite you to pray about it again and say, God, how can I bring my gift? God, that bit that you've laid on my heart, God, I want to bring my gift because I want to make your church just a little bit more special. Lord, the defining thing about your church that makes it infinitely special is that your spirit rests upon your church. But nevertheless, God, I, I want to bring this little bit that I've got that will cause your church to be healthy and growing and full of love.
So as the elements are, are being passed around, I want to read this passage about the body of Jesus, which we're going to celebrate. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Paul writing, and he says, I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread. He gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and he said, This is my body which is given for you. And do this in remembrance of me. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to remember Jesus, the cross. We're going to remember his body, but we're also going to thank him that his body is still alive. That yes, his physical body was resurrected, but also that the church, I love one of my favorite passages just throughout this lockdown period, has been Jesus when he says, I will build my church. Thank you, Shingo. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So anybody who hasn't received of the bread, just raise your hands quickly. Don't want to miss anybody. Anybody who hasn't received of the juice, if you can maybe just raise your hands. Meshach will come around. I think Natalie still needs. Awesome. Thank you, Meshach. And just Natalie as well there. We're going to celebrate his body, the resurrected body which Christ rose from the grave, but also this body, which is as much his body as his physical body was. And he has come to breathe life over his body so that his body may be given to a dying and a broken world. That's what God's called us to. And so the invitation that I just sense is so simple this morning. I sense God is saying, will you bring your gifts to my body? And this my body, which we read, verse 25, in the same way he took this cup of, the, of wine after supper, saying this cup is the new covenant between God and between his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread, and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. And isn't that an incredible joy? And I know, not sure about everybody who's Facebooking in and who's on the stream with us, but everyone sitting here, I know we've got a great relationship with Jesus. If you're on the Facebook stream and perhaps you don't know Jesus, you've never had an encounter with him, just pray a simple prayer. Ask Jesus, say, I want to get to know you and then pick up your cell phone, and phone somebody who you know knows Jesus. Invite them to come and share with you, to speak with you, begin to walk a road with you. Become part of a life-giving community, a church that is healthy, that is growing, that is full of love. So I know that's God's prayer and His desire for every one of us, that we would be healthy and growing and full of love, but not only that we individually would, that we would be part of a community that is healthy that is growing and full of love. And what makes all of it possible is the fact that Jesus died on the cross, that he paid the price. I love that about his gift and about his call, about his invitation. He's not asking us to bring anything that we don't have. He's only asking us to bring that which he has given us, which he has made possible through his grace and through the cross. And so let's pray together as we close this morning. Lord Jesus, 
This morning, we want to thank you for your abundant goodness, Lord. Jesus, thank you that you came and you gave your gift to us. The gift of your life, Lord. The gift of your wisdom and your teaching, your inspiration. You gave all of us, Lord. You gave the gift of your spirit who is still with us. Jesus, we thank you for your body, which was broken on that cross, which was torn to shreds so that we could be made whole. And as we do that, as we celebrate the body of Christ, Lord, we also want to celebrate your body which is alive today, your church, Lord. We want to celebrate that we get to be your body. We get to be part of your body, God. And God, we get to bring our gift to serve within your body. Let's eat together. And Lord, as thankful as we are of your body, Lord, God, we are thankful of your blood which was shed. We thank you, God, that it washes our sins away. It cleanses us, Lord. And as we look at a a broken world all around us, we are aware that this world needs your blood to wash and to cleanse and to heal. God, every one of us, Lord, we know friends, we know family members who do not know you, Lord God, who have not received the washing away of their sin, Lord God. We have not had that moment where you transformed them from darkness to light. We know that entire communities and countries, Lord God, are being torn to shreds by brokenness, and it's your blood that heals. So as a church, God, we say that we want to be about bringing healing to broken people, Lord God. We want to see people come to salvation. We want to see disciples being made, Lord God. And we know that can only happen because of your blood. And so thank you for your blood in our lives. Thank you that we can proclaim your death, Jesus, until you come. That we can remember your blood, which is powerful, to wash us today. And as we do that, Lord, also to pray, God, that you would cause your blood to continue washing the lives of many others. In Jesus' name. Let's drink together. Amen. I mean, we're going to take some time. We've finished a little bit early on purpose because we know that as a church, just coming together once a month is is not quite enough. It's never enough. But we continue to have fellowship. Sorry, we continue to have teaching to some extent over the screen and sort of the YouTube stuff. We, we get to do that. But what we don't get to do is really to fellowship. Not just to do a quick hi-bye, but just to spend time talking and sharing about what God is stirring in our hearts. And we get to do that in our small groups, obviously, which is so important but with a larger body. And so we want to encourage you this morning, don't just run away. Spend a bit of time and maybe talking to somebody that you wouldn't normally talk to. Find out how's it going with them, really how it's going with them. Perhaps even pray with them and pray for them. Find out what their challenges and what their hopes are, what they're trusting God for. And we can do that under the trees here. I think next time, if we do have it here again, we're going to have the service in the pool. Um, I think that that could work well. Um, And 
can hang around here. We've got coffee and tea. We'll find a way. Maybe go steal the kiddies' church's water um, so that there's water for you guys as well. But let's take a bit of time and, and be the body of Christ this morning. Connect together, pray together, share together. And it doesn't have to be long. I know some of us have dinners or lunches to get to, etc. But let's take just a few moments and just connect together again as the body of Christ. So God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. I really do hope and pray that you're going to continue to have a, a fantastic week. Just as we close, I'll just be reminded, we have that Louis Giglio book about the coming of Christ, which is themed around Christmas, but it's not a Christmas book. It's truly a book around the gospel and around Jesus and why he came to earth. And so I want to encourage you, if you haven't yet, maybe get one for yourself. You'll be enriched by it. But it also makes a fantastic gift for somebody who is seeking to draw near to Jesus. So have a fantastic week, and we won't quite see you during the next week or so unless you join our evening services or our prayer. Come pray with us on Monday nights. It is just so great that we get to pray regularly again. We'd love to have you there, just reconnecting with the presence of God. Um, but otherwise, have a really good week. God bless you all. And let's share together a little bit before we go. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Christian Church. We believe that you enjoyed your time with us, establishing God's kingdom and His glory in your life. For more info, call us on 012-362-1363. Email us, pretoria at shofaronline.org. Browse our website, www.shofaronline.org. Or like us on facebook.com forward slash shofarpretoria.org.